Religious freedom is on the decline. There is no doubt about this. Social, sexual issues are slamming the prison's door on religious freedom, and the lack of desire for wisdom and knowledge within the church is the jailer. Solomon pleaded with his son not to scorn wisdom. Wisdom ought to be sought, and when it is sought, it is found, and when it is found, it pours out its treasures to its seeker. But when wisdom is ignored, it laughs at our calamity and mocks us when terror strikes. I fear we are nearing the sound of wisdom's mocking laughter. We have not sought wisdom as we should. Prosperity breeds contempt for wisdom, and we live in a prosperous time. It is even a prosperous time for Christianity. In this prosperity, Christian ranks are filled with those who desire an institution that can meet their needs more than a body where they can learn and grow and serve. We have become gluttons for the work of others. We wouldn't know what to do if someone was not pouring into us. The pursuit of the knowledge of God is replaced in many with the pursuit of something that merely works. And by works, often what is pursued is a version of Christianity that brings forth the American dream rather than the kingdom of God. This prosperity and selfish attitude has caused a slumber, a slumber in the proverbial classroom, and the church is now awakening to an exam for which it is not prepared. The culture war is nearly lost, secular morals are winning the day, and Christianity is fading into the obscurity in the marketplace of ideas. Scientists own the platform, celebrities have an audience, but religious folk are being relegated to the kids' table. The entire world, it seems, has subscribed to the notion that people of faith have nothing valuable to say when it comes to the important things in life. Just sit in the corner, they tell us, and try not to make milk come out of each other's nose. And don't bother us while we talk about grown-up things. There was a time in American history where the pastor and the politician were on a level playing field. There was a time when clergy were thought to have answers. And it was not just because people didn't know any better back then. It was because many men and women of faith were intellectuals. They knew their Bible and their history. They could speak about theology and chemistry. Now many believers are ill-equipped to speak about anything that does not have a mascot. And in that regard, society should place us at the kids' table. If we don't have anything to say, we ought not say anything at all. This is true. But Christians are not in principle supposed to be excluded from the public exchanging of ideas. We are not a people of a failed epistemology and therefore a people of unreliable and dangerous beliefs. We are the heirs of truth. Our Father is the initiator and founder of all things. In Him is true wisdom and knowledge. We must recapture and instill a desire for knowledge within the church. We need pastors and businessmen and doctors and mathematicians and historians and mechanics who are at the top of their field and theologians at the same time. It is high time we leave the dark ages of blind faith and enter the era of the scientist or nurse or school teacher theologian. Faith and reason need not be separated. This is how we rightly and fairly reclaim our position in shaping society. We pursue this place in society not for ourselves but for the good of others and ultimately for the spreading of the gospel. We do not seek knowledge for knowledge's sake, but so that we faithfully love our God fully with our heart, with our soul, and with our mind. We seek knowledge so that in a democratic society, we are looked upon to provide answers, answers that will reflect the glory of God and result in the well-being of others. We do this so that upon seeing our good works, others will praise our Father in heaven, and perhaps they will run to Him. 
We can have this platform if we are worthy of it. We can seek the good of others and the proclamation of the gospel through our government even. It is allowed, but we must ready ourselves for the task. If we do not, we can expect a time of slavery and persecution, an unneeded time of captivity. And worst of all, it will be a suffering brought forth by our own laziness and contempt for knowledge.